and happy Valentine's Day and welcome to the Portage Faith United Methodist Church this morning. Um, we have a couple of uh, announcements to, to relay to you. So first of all, I'd like to start with our birthdays for the week. Want to give a, a very big happy birthday to Everett Lang. Today is his birthday, and I'm sure he was a great Valentine for his mom and dad. And um, later this week, we have Randy Weingart. Happy birthday, Randy. And for Wendy Ullman, also having a birthday later this week. Happy birthday, Wendy. And as you can see, today we have fresh uh, flowers on our altar. And those were giving uh, in honor of the church family this morning by Stephen Linda Weinhammer. Okay, Wednesday is um, Ash Wednesday, and there will be the drive-through imposition of ashes from 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. around at the kitchen door. Uh, if you go on around the, the building and come down the hill and around to the side of the church, you'll see the doorway, and that's where ashes will be imposed. Okay, um, for that event and for the Bible study that is starting on Thursday, the, the Chosen, we want you to be aware of the weather because we are getting some weather coming in here um, this week, and we'd like you to be mindful of that weather and use your best judgment if something should happen and Pastor Jill is not able to be here on Wednesday, an email will go out to um, everyone who is on the email list. And then this, the same holds true for Thursday for the 10 o'clock, um, 10 a.m. Uh, Bible study. If the weather is bad, please use your best judgment about that. Yeah, if, it, if, it, if it's canceled, we'll call people. Yes. We'll make phone calls to people. Yes, and we can make phone calls. And there are still one or two um, openings in that Bible study. The next thing is, is that next Sunday we are holding actual church service with, with we hope many of you will be able to come. The service is at 10 a.m. and the doors will be open for you to come in. Um, and of course, following those protocols that we have been practicing this past year. So, Next on our list is um, Bible study for Wednesday, February 24th. Pastor Jill will be holding that small group study at 10 a.m. And it will be on the book of Samuel. And last, I have a couple of prayer requests that we would like for you to hold in your hearts and um, there is a time for prayer later in the service but you can pray whenever you desire to. First of all, we'd, we'd like everyone to um, to keep John Egan, a friend of Chris Tchaikovsky's, in your prayers. Uh, John, is, <clears throat> excuse me, John is going through a, a considerable amount of uh, health issues. He has COVID, he's on a ventilator, he's had a heart attack and kidney failure. So please keep John in your prayers. And for Brooke Ruchowski and for all of the, the students at the school that she attends, um, Brooke's been going through some rough times here, struggling with the 
um, suicide death of a neighbor and fellow student at the school. So um, keep them in your prayers if you would, please. No, here you go. Anniversary picture, mm -hmm. 23 years. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love my wife. Mm. I mean, she is the center of my universe. Well, I guess God is the center of my universe, but she'd be more like Mercury. I'm really not good with geography. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hear me, world, I am blessed, and I love this lady. I love her, I love her, I love her, I love her. She has more character in her pinky than I do my whole body. And I've been told I'm a character. Uh-huh. She's seen my feet. Oh? And she still loves me. My mom still makes me wear socks when I go into her house. Even in the summer, flip-flop season, socks. <laughs> and she gets more and more beautiful year after year. And I know it's not about the outside. Because her heart, oh, it's amazing. Hmm. She still makes me laugh. <laughs> Still takes my breath away. And at the end of the day, she's the one I want to see. Yeah. She's my person. I love her. Have you told her? Hmm? Have you told her all of that? Have you not been listening to what I've said? So you haven't told her? She knows. How? I asked her to marry me, didn't I? This speaks louder than words. What a lucky lady she is. <laughs> Tell me about it. Our call to worship this morning is written by the Reverend Christina Johnson. Love is what draws us here. Our desire to be loved entices us. Brother, sister, love invites us. And God's creative love unites us. Love is what fills us here. A handshake or embrace warms us. Holy conversation informs us. Christ's grace reforms us. Love is what encourages us here. A compassionate tale stirs us, a need made known across us, God's persistence inspires us. Let us practice such love with hearts open to God and to God's possibilities. Let our worship be a wondrous act of love. Our Light of Christ reading this morning is from the first letter of John. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, 
but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we praise you and we thank you for the guidance that you give us from day to day in your word and by your spirit. We thank you for choosing to dwell among us and praise you for calling us to be your faithful people. Bless, we pray, this time of worship and of prayer that those who need comfort may be comforted. Those who need challenge may be challenged. And that all of us may grow closer together as your children, as members of the body of Christ Jesus, our risen Lord, in whose name we pray, both now and forevermore. Amen.
but in the heart of God Almighty. It is the very reflection of the vast and endless love he bears for us, his creations. We are infused through the Spirit with God's love and are reborn with it. Love is, ultimately, the only thing worth having and the only thing by having that we must give away in order to keep. Love is God's special gift to us, begun at the creation. Let's give thanks for God's precious gift as we worship today. Please hear this scripture reading from Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for his steadfast love endures forever. Who alone does great wonders for his steadfast love endures forever? Who by understanding made the heavens for his steadfast love endures forever? Who spread out the earth on the waters for his steadfast love endures forever? Who made the great lights for his steadfast love endures forever? The sun to rule over the day for his steadfast love endures forever. For the moon and stars to rule over the night, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who struck Egypt through their firstborn, for his steadfast love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them, for his steadfast love endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who divided the Red Sea in two, for his steadfast love endures forever. And made Israel pass through the midst of it, for his steadfast love endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his army at the Red Sea, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who struck down great kings for his steadfast love endures forever. And killed famous kings for his steadfast love endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his steadfast love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, for his steadfast love endures forever. And gave their land as a heritage for his steadfast love endures forever. A heritage to his servant Israel, for his steadfast love endures forever. It is he who remembered us in our lowest state, for his steadfast love endures forever. And rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. There's one day of the year when love is celebrated in abundance. 
Big Red Hearts passed to all of our friends. Bags of the best chocolate consumed by the pound. Cards, candy, nice meals, surprise gifts. It's lavish and lovely and reminds us of all the good things. But what does love look like when it spills to every other day of the year? Maybe it's food banks always stocked. Hard conversations over hot cups of coffee. Holding the hand of a stranger. Sticking it out through hard times. Sitting in grief, it's not even yours. Delivering hope through a simple card. Laughter and goodwill. Provision, protection, patience. Forgiveness before it's asked. Walking a mile in another's shoes. We know this kind of love because we saw it. Love is the son willing to hang on the cross. The God willing to die in our place. The father who had a plan to save his children from the moment he created us. We were always on his heart and still are every day of the year. Please join us for hymn number 92, verses 1, 2, 4, and 6, for the beauty of the earth. is for us, who is against us? 
He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord.
Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm. For love is strong as death, passion fierce as the grave. Its, it flashes, its flashes are flashes of fire, a raging flame. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it. If one offered for love all the wealth of one's house, it would be utterly scorned. And now I will share with you one of the greatest love poems from um, the English repertoire from Elizabeth Barrett Browning, How Do I Love Thee? How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight with the ends of being and ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seem to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. This poem is a whole lot of sappy love in a few sentences. But as lovely as love can be, it is more than a fleeting emotion. 
We know that sometimes love with our partners is not all hearts and flowers and sunshiny days. Sometimes we make some mistakes and sometimes we hurt one another by being insensitive and selfish. Sometimes the ins and outs of our days, we forget that it is important to remind our loved ones how much we truly love and care for them. Not only that, we forget in a way I'm sorry, we forget sometimes to uh, remind our loved one of our continuing love in a way that will be understood by them. The following is a light-hearted tribute by the Skit Guys to the mistakes we make in loving our favorite person. <laughs> so Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, what are you getting your wife? Nothing. I don't think it works that way. Nothing? Nothing. 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 Diabolical. Yep, this year for Valentine's Day, I'm the present. Oh, can I please be here when you tell her that? Look, as if our wedding vows weren't enough. Through the years, I power washed the deck, I YouTubed how to build a walk-in closet, I even changed the toilet paper roll. Sometimes without even being asked. I took her to Graceland twice. But Graceland isn't a two-trip kind of place. And do you know where she has her weekly women's Bible study every Monday night? Do I want to know? Right over there, in front of my 70-inch crystal clear true tone LED while I sit in the back room watching Monday Night Football on my kid's cracked iPad. You saint. So, this year, no presents, just presents. What'd you just say? I'm not getting her any presents. I'm giving her presents. So let me get this straight. For Valentine's Day, you're not getting her any presents with a T. You're giving her your presents with, with, with a C. That's what I said. Presents, not presents. Diabolical. Hey, honey. Yeah? As you can imagine, Valentine's Day did not go well for Jerry this year. Don't be a Jerry. Make those you love feel special. Let us pray this morning. You, O oh God, love us from the moment of our conception. You know us and you love us in the womb. You love us and you call us from before the moment of our first breath. And you love us when we first see the light of day. As a mother, father loves his or her children before he or she ever sees it and then embraces it gently from the moment of its birth. So you love us and we thank you. Help us, dear God, to love one another in this way. You love us, oh God, from the time of our naming. You love us in our growing and hold us as we take our first steps. You love us and you walk beside us as we explore the world with eager hands and eyes. As a mother loves her child, <coughs> as she sees it grow and develop, so you love us and we thank you. Help us, dear God, to love one another in this way. You love us, oh God, as we mature and seek our way. You love us as we become aware of the world around us 
You love us as we smile and play. And you love us even when we say no and we be when we begin to stray. As a father loves his child, as he sees it come proud and tall, so you love us when we sin and fall. Help us, dear God, to love one another in this way. Lord, hear our prayer. We thank you, God, for loving us when we are unloving, for caring for us when we are uncaring, and for calling to us when we go far away. Help us, dear God, to love one another in this way. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayers of love this day for those around us, for those we have held before you in our time of sharing, and for those we have thought of in our moments of caring. Please take this time. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask all these things in the name of Christ Jesus, who is our Lord and our brother. Amen. And now let us pray with love and devotion the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Love that is faithful and true is not confined to long-term romantic love. We often use the phrase, blood is thicker than water, meaning that family bonds can be strong and faithful as well. However, family isn't only defined by blood relationship. We can be adopted into family by marriage, by loyalty, and even by choice. We're even adopted into God's family. In the book of Ruth, Naomi has lost both her husband and her two sons to death, even as the family lives in a foreign land. And Naomi decides to return to her native home in Bethlehem. Her sisters-in-law, who are Moabite women, want to return to Bethlehem with Naomi. But she tries to talk them out of it. Only Ruth, in the end, clings to Naomi in love and returns to Bethlehem with her to continue to share her life with her. From Ruth's family line, after returning with Naomi and marrying Naomi's relative Boaz, came our Lord, Jesus Christ. From the first chapter of the book of Ruth. And she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there 
will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said, no more. Please join us for hymn number 384, verses 1 to 3, Love Divine, All Loves Excel. from 1 Corinthians, penned by the Apostle Paul, is one of the most famous discourses on the nature of divine love ever written. Countless wedding ceremonies have used these verses across the ages. However, these words do not only exemplify romantic love, they cover love of any kind. For real love, in the end, is not about the needs of the self. It is about the needs of the other. Love is not only something we feel, it is something we do. When all else falls away, love is the only thing that remains. Hear now this reading of 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers 
and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. And as for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now, we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. And the greatest of these is love. I will find my strength 
I cannot do otherwise, so help me God. And John Bunyan, I will stay in jail to the end of my days before I make a butchery of my conscience. And Abraham Lincoln, this nation cannot survive half slave and half free. And Thomas Jefferson, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. So the question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists we will be. Will we be extremists for hate or for love? Will we be extremists for the preservation of injustice or for the extension of justice? One day when heaven filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin. Well, among men, my example is he. Word became flesh, light shine among us, his glory Oh, Lord. 
a victim treats his mother right. Julio Diaz has a daily routine. Every night, the 31-year-old social worker ends his hour-long subway commute to the Bronx one stop early, just so he can eat at his favorite diner. But one night last month, as Diaz stepped off the number six train and onto a nearly empty platform, his evening took an unexpected turn. He was walking toward the stairs when a teenage boy approached and pulled out a knife. He wants my money, so I just gave him my wallet and told him, here you go, Diaz says. As the teen began to walk away, Diaz told him, hey, wait a minute, you forgot something. If you're going to be robbing people for the rest of the night, you might as well take my coat to keep you warm. The would-be robber looked at his would-be victim, like, what's going on here, Diaz says. He asked me, why are you doing this? Diaz replied, if you're willing to risk your freedom for a few dollars, then I guess you must really need the money. I mean, all I wanted to do was get dinner, and if you really want to join me, hey, you're more than welcome. You know, I just felt maybe he really needs help, Diaz says. Diaz says he and the teen went into the diner and sat in a booth. The manager comes by, the dishwashers come by, the waiters come by to say hi, Diaz says. The kid was like, you know everybody here. Do you own this place? No, I just eat here a lot, Diaz says, he told the teen. He says, but you're even nice to the dishwasher. Diaz replied, well, haven't you been taught you should be nice to everybody? Yeah, but I didn't think people actually behaved that way, the teen said. Diaz asked him what he wanted out of life. He just had almost a sad face, Diaz says. The teen couldn't answer Diaz, or he didn't want to. When the bill arrived, Diaz told the teen, look, I guess you're gonna have to pay for this bill because you have my money and I can't pay for this. So if you give me my wallet back, I'll gladly treat you. The teen said, don't even think about it and return the wallet, Diaz says. I gave him $20. I figured maybe it'll help him, I don't know. Diaz says he asked for something in return, the teen's knife, and he gave it to me. Afterward, when Diaz told his mother what happened, she said, you're the type of kid that if someone asks you for the time, you give them your watch. I figured, you know, if you treat people right, you can only hope that they treat you right. It's as simple as it gets in this complicated world. Please join us in the hymnal number 292, What a Wondrous Love Is This. Thank you. 
words from the 13th chapter of Matthew's Gospel. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. What if we could love the way Jesus did? Passionately, faithfully, powerfully. What if the way we love could make a difference in the world around us? What if that love looked at everyone the way God does? A love which doesn't see the past, but is consumed by a desire to see people come to know Jesus. A love which is patient and kind, not envious or prideful. A love which puts others before ourselves, chooses peace over anger. A love which protects, trusts, hopes, perseveres. Do we love like this? Do we love like Jesus? Maybe it's time to ask a simple question. How can we love better? Pick up in the rain. One night at 11.30 p.m., an older African-American woman was standing on the side of an Alabama highway trying to endure a lashing rainstorm. Her car had broken down and she desperately needed a ride. Soaking wet, she decided to flag down the next car. A young white man stopped to help her, generally unheard of in those conflict-filled 1960s. The man took her to safety, helped her to get assistance, and put her into a taxi cab. She seemed to be in a big hurry, but wrote down his address and thanked him. Seven days went by and a knock came on the man's door. To his surprise, a giant console TV was delivered to his home. A special note was attached. It read, thank you so much for assisting me on the highway the other night. The rain drenched not only my clothes, but also my spirits. Then you came along. Because of you, I was able to make it to my dying husband's bedside just before he passed away. God bless you for helping me and unselfishly serving others. Sincerely, Mrs. Nat King Cole.
Christine Longhurst. Happy Valentine's Day, my dear church family, and may you be blessed by love today and every day. I love you. Go now into the world inspired by the extravagant love of God. Live generously with open hands, loving one another as if your lives depended on it. Be good stewards of the gifts you have received so that God may be glorified in all that you say and do. And may the abundant love of God surround you. May the extravagant grace of Jesus Christ sustain you. And may the constant presence of the Holy Spirit inspire and encourage you in every good deed and word. Amen. Amen. Uh -huh. 